come stop and take a trip down on my block Where you see hidden potential, young minds sharper than Ginsu And ain't afraid to speak their mind if they got something against you We standing with you, we tackle issues like civic pride Hate will cease to exist, let's put our differences aside From my side to your side, from Dutchtown to Southside From Penrose to Northside, from Benton Park to Old North to West End to West Side We bless when we step out, we stand down, rise up, stand together, wise up this is Stitchcast Studio, produced by St. Louis Story Stitchers in St. Louis, Missouri. Youth leaders sit down and have a conversation about mental health and processing their emotions in this live edition of Stitchcast Studio. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches. Thank you, everybody, under the sound of my voice. I want to thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Stitchcast Studio. I am your host, Brandon Lewis, and I am accompanied by several members of our Stitchcast. How you feeling? Good. We got... (laughs) (laughs) How you feeling, bro? Feeling great, feeling great. Good. I'm feeling pretty good today, man. How you doing? I said I'm chilling, my guy. I'm chilling. All right, so um, as uh, some of y'all up here know, some of y'all may not be aware, we're going to talk about youth and sadness, and we had a counselor to be a host on this podcast, but there was an emergency at the school he works at, and being that he's a high-ranking member, he has to stay and see the situation through, so uh, we wish him the best with that, and uh, hopefully we can get him here for another podcast. But um, like I said, we're going to talk about youth and sadness today. We do have a, the DJ has a microphone because at some points we're going to open the floor for y'all to ask questions and make statements, whatever the case may be. She can't wait to talk. But, um, <laughs> and that's how we're going to do this. So uh, let's just let's just dive right into it. y'all. When we were prepping this podcast, a lot of y'all said things about social media contributing to where your mental health is. So that being said, does social media have anything to do with health decline and where does it rank in things that damage the mental health? I'm not going to lie to you. I think you're ranking in the middle Word. because social media can also help with your mental health. Uh-huh. They can also harm you in a very dangerous way. Felt, felt. What about y'all? I fully agree with them because, uh, yeah, it really can uplift you. You know, you can see a little mo- uh, motivational little video on there or something, but also Certain people, you know, go on there and they insecurities can start to really hit them, seeing other people, you know, thriving on their socials and stuff. And sometimes it's also another way of uh, hurting your mental by trying to be something that you really not on social media and really trying to, you know, keep that up, keep up that little fake image. And that could also be damaging to the mind. I totally agree with that. Do y'all, would y'all consider yourself to be in a mentally healthy place? Like, do you think you're uh, mentally uh, strong? I believe I'm mentally strong right now. When I say mentally fit, I'm definitely mentally strong right now. I I mean, I'm like, you know, synonymous or whatever. You ain't got to be doing like great mentally to be mentally fit or whatever. Because I know there's much more I can do that's definitely better. But as far as mental health, I'm pretty good right now. So how how y'all feel about it? Where y'all at mentally? I'm happy. (laughs) Well, like, no, like, no, like, I'm, what's the word? I'm, I'm just naturally happy. Hold on, so you tell me you never just had like some bad days or a bad day? Right I mean, I've happy. had bad days, but I, you know, like my happiness, I'm just too happy. But glory you know, you know, too happy. You know huh? what? I will, I will, I'm gonna I'm be real. I've never seen him upset. 
Like I know I've never seen him upset. Yeah, I take that back. Wait, hold on. Cause we used to go to church together when we was little. <laughs> remember when you had the cornrows, bro? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he yeah. was one of the kids, you know, that'll run up and down the pews and all of that. <laughs> and his mama yeah. grab him and give him the pinch and all that, you know what I'm saying? He was one of them. You wasn't happy during that time. No. Other, than that, <laughs> other than that, I've never seen him upset, even in like upsetting situations. He typically keeps a positive outlook on things. Mm. How you do that? Right. How? Yeah. Um, like, like what why 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 don't bad things bring you down? I watched a lot of uh shit the science kid. Uh but listen, <laughs> no, <laughs> hear me out. Hear me you out. You watched a lot of shit. That's the secret right, to right. happiness, shit. Yes. The science hey, man. kid. Some cartoons made me happy. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah some cartoons teach you a lot of stuff about being positive. So I ain't as a kid. Right. Yeah, I used to yeah. sit down and watch, see it, figure out his problem. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. If I'm feeling sad and somebody coming to the room and turn on some chowder, it's a done deal, man. I ain't, I ain't no longer sad. Word, word. Now I ain't gonna fake That's it. I ain't never watched the science kid in my life. Like I don't even know. Oh, what I'm only missing out, man. A W show, man. It's, okay, well. so uh, let, let's uh, let's actually let's talk about that. What what are some um healthy coping mechanisms that y'all use so when y'all not feeling y'all best what are some methods that y'all use to you know keep you up and up and up not gonna lie to you either some good music or i ain't gonna lie good nice fighting game might do it Heard. may let my, my anger on the fighting game real quick felt 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 isolation like um some music felt. i do a whole lot because uh with me right now currently i'm in the best place i've been in in a long time mentally but for me, what I usually would do with, it seemed like everybody else was saying music. Uh, I would say like, I'm a people person, but I'm pretty anti-social, so yeah, some isolation too. Uh, video games, I like to draw. I'm uh, very into working out and stuff and martial arts, so I like to either, you know, work out or go on a run or something, go uh, play a sport that I like, basketball, soccer, something I can do by myself or something, you know? Uh, or just try to accomplish something, you know? Just get that little dopamine hit from actually doing something instead of just sitting around in, in the sadness or For anger sure. or whatever it is. How's it that Be productive always. Get rid of an idle mind. Most of I think so too. I feel like if I if I got something like on my mind, on my heart that I'm not ready to deal with, you know what I'm saying? Like all, all of us have points where we would rather just be distracted from whatever it is that's hurting us or whatever. And at those points, I try to uh, use like productive distractions. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm gonna distract myself from a problem, I'm gonna do something that's actually gonna do something. You know what I'm saying? Something that's gonna help in some way, shape, or form or whatever. And then when I'm ready to deal with it, I deal with it. Okay. That's usually how, that's usually how it go for me. As far as coping mechanisms go, you know what I'm saying? Um, productive distractions or uh, music is definitely a big one. You know what I'm saying? I feel, I feel like it's kind of hard to be upset when you're laughing. You know what I'm saying? So, I, so I, I seek out like funny stuff. You know what I'm saying? Stand-up comedy or whatever. I call a friend that's, that's like stupid, goofy or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, let's go. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, he always on the phone, so you know he going to answer. You know what I'm saying? On me, bro. If I call you and you don't answer, I know that you just ignoring my call. No, you're no, picking it up. No, no, no. You're picking it up. That's why he's not answering. He's on the phone with somebody else. That boy picking it up. Listen, if you call me, I will happily answer. It <laughs> okay, so um, how do how do y'all deal with stress? When y'all stressed out, how y'all deal with stress? I always need the right environment. I can't just calm down in any environment. 
Can't be getting riled up in a party and then just bet to calm down that same party. It's not gonna happen. Felt, felt, I feel that. Mm. I feel that. What about y'all? How y'all deal with stress? Um, music, YouTube videos, um, just talking to friends. Felt, um, yeah. Oh yeah, that's that you talk with friends. Yeah. He said YouTube. Who you like to watch on YouTube, my guy? I don't even know. I just be watching whatever. Heard. I feel you. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's that time again. Time for another Stitchcast Studio Art Center loop. That's right. It's time to pick the city up. This week we have a Story Stitches original song entitled Prairie Therapy. I admit I ain't never been to a prairie If I tell my guys where I'm going They probably tell me they worry Cause where we from ain't unpeaceful About the pieces they carry And even when situations got scary I never scaried I've dealt with the repercussions Of living near folks that do not know nothing But being tough If they call you bluff Don't be bluffing I ain't judging no My people far from perfect But I love them No, they only know how struggle go I'm trying to show them other roads Cause back at home I feel the tension in the undertones But here it's nothing close I see buffalo I'm like, what are those? This vacation that I take from war on crime Place of crime is never vacant I work overtime to sober minds So alive is how the earth is Skies clearer, grass greener, world perfect Make it hurt to see how worse it gets When I return to pollution, shooting and traps And I know I gotta go back But before I gotta do that If they wonder where I'm at, I'm just Relaxing and enjoying life With the sun out and shining bright With the plants and the trees The bugs and the bees and I'm if it's a rainy night Relaxing and enjoying life With the sun out and shining bright With the plants and the trees, the birds and the bees And I'm The grass changed my landscape with confidence They stand tall and straight like a wall of faith We call this place the passion, a prairie No worries, all the burdens you bury With one breath or release into the essence of time Bringing new life to your measureless mind What once was so heavily despised Became the niche to your prime A butterfly sheltered by the hood But I knew that you could Surface to surface and dig deeper in the soil Where you were planted weeds and flowers Don't go hand in hand, but they handed you the mantle, then tried to dismantle you, but you took the stance in the garden when it was so unmanageable. So now it's time for you to hatch and lead a cocoon and go and lead your platoon. Relaxing and enjoying life with the sun out and shining bright, with the plants and the trees, the bugs and the bees, and I'm mine. If it's a rainy night, relaxing and enjoying life with the sun out and shining bright. I can't hear myself think I need to get away And put an entry in my journal what I did today I never seen weeds Fall as bees, still I feel the breeze The native grasslands, a few trees It's more than a meta biodiversity A place of time sits still, no sense of urgency I left my cell in the city and did it purposely Deserve to be free with the birds and the bees So naturally, there's plenty of rainfall and wildfires Mild showers and plants growing by the hour Long term management is essential Preserving the landscape is good for the mental Relaxing and enjoying life With the sun out and shining bright With the plants and the trees, the bugs and the bees And I'm mine If it's a rainy night Relaxing and enjoying life 
So the minds can relate See Back. me shine when the shade Get thrown at me from that hate It don't really make no difference It just lets me know how great I can feel about myself Even if nobody else can co-sign Gotta get away from the dog and the gunplay That's where I was when I wrote mine The seasons change, things are strange 2020 going great Just cause you heard don't bring the pain Get washed away up in the rain Plant to see humanity The enemy gets vanity Seeing is believing But vision you see what can it be A scholarship to college Maybe a trade can get you knowledge Your experience compiling while others spit vitriolic Negative full of malice No problem, we see good challenges Prairie can soothe the hood attitude And bring balance Watch me stitch up a story But sign it as story stitches My lyrics be on 1000 So viewers can get the picture Relaxing and enjoying life With the sun out and shining bright With the plants and the trees The bugs and the bees And I'm mine If it's a rainy night Relaxing and enjoying life with the sun out and shining bright With the plants and the trees, the buds and the bees And I'm mine, cause it's a Can anybody speak to something? And by the way, y'all don't have to speak about nothing that y'all not comfortable speaking about. But um, can y'all talk about any struggles that you've had with mental illness and the steps that you took to overcome that? If you've overcome it. Yes. If not you haven't, that's cool too. I'm, we still struggle. Not gonna lie to you, before I had this job, it was it was kind of bad for me. Not lie to you. It was I was in a place where Messi is just like. I know I'm not doing nothing wrong. People looking at me the wrong way. And I don't like when people look at me the wrong way. So I, I walked around with this chip on my shoulder like nobody like me because they don't even know and they don't even know me. They don't they don't like me though. I know that much. It, it just takes a little patience and it's a strong mental that gets you through it. Because if you can with last all that pain and suffering, watch you know, doing your best to remain calm, you're gonna see some daylight. For sure. What led you to believe they didn't like you and what led you to figure out that that wasn't necessarily the case? Because the situation happened many times, similar situations where it always the same outcome. People look at me a certain type of way. I'm just like, I know I ain't do nothing. Maybe I did do something. It's happened over time and I change and adapt to stuff that I see until a point where it was just like, okay, I've done everything I can. The problem's not on me, it's on somebody else. That's how they feel against me, and I can't change public opinion. So, so, anybody else? Uh, for me, with my struggles, it's mostly been just having to deal with um, trying to survive, really. Uh, I grew up in a not-too-good neighborhood. I had a lot of physical altercations with a lot of people, and that made me very um, untrusting of people and also just feeling like it just had me thinking the world was so terrible. And still sometimes to this day, I can sometimes look around and just be like, mm, we is not doing too good. But nowadays, m most days, I should say, I look around and I feel like there's still some hope, you know? So um, with that, the way that I got around that is just really finding the right people and finding the right things, getting on the right path for me, and really just trying to calm down and breathe, you know, really think about what's going on and just, try to do me and not really worry about what's really going around. You know, like 
So with me moving away from that and also getting around people who were like-minded like me and that I could communicate with, I was able to really find myself and be able to just vocalize my true self, you know? That's real. Okay, so have y'all, have y'all identified the things that are bad for your mental health or, or, or like, what are the things that trigger you? Close-minded people, Word. immediately. I don't like closed-minded people. You gotta be open-minded. You gotta be willing to explore and learn. I don't like people that don't like to learn. That triggers me off and sets me off because I can tell by a conversation or a person is like, talk to them about some stuff and they just, I want to hear that. It's boring. Mm-hmm. Can't deal with a closed mind. Feel that? What about y'all? People who uh, who have too much power and don't know what to do with it. So like, say someone who's over you and they use that power to abuse their power on you. I don't like that, like, because you, you using your power to where other people turn out to not like you or like the things you do and which makes the workspace or whatever it is, the environment, bad for everybody else. So. Um, I, I really don't know. I'm still trying to find my triggers because I would say racism, but that's like, that's not like a natural response. But like, my, I, I don't know. I wouldn't, I can't identify my triggers at this moment right now. Right now, I could say one of my triggers is just negative people. Like, I hate bullies. I really do hate bullies. Like, one of the reasons why I've gotten in so many fights is me trying to stick up for others. And also people who abuse their power. I hate when I see somebody who has power to really do something positive, but is really just trying to be selfish and do things just for themselves and not really trying to help anyone out. Also, yeah, closed-minded people, but for me, it's more like, I hate when people just think they stuck. Mm-hmm. You can always get yourself out of a situation. Yeah. If nobody else can help you, you can always help yourself. So, I feel okay. like, I don't like uh, habitually pessimistic people or whatever. Like, like if every time we talk, all you got is negative stuff to say. Like, you can only ever focus on negative things, you know what I'm saying? Every way you think you put a negative spin on something like like I feel like that's of course I feel like it's toxic but I feel like that can be like like it makes me feel like I have to be protect I have to protect my energy from you you know what I'm saying because you you gonna mess up you know what I'm saying how I feel about myself and my situation because all you ever have to offer is negativity another thing is um the tendency to be manipulative I don't, I don't like that at all like i feel i feel like i feel like when somebody try to manipulate me like like that that insults my intelligence you know what i'm saying first of all i'm not quite as mad but i'm kind of salty that you don't think that i'm smart enough to see through what you're doing and then on top of that the fact that you that you think you can manipulate my emotions into getting me to do what you want me to do like this you know what I'm saying? So, Especially in relationships, like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> you know, my face. Don't uh, talk about that one though. <laughs> and uh, the the last trigger I say is uh like the inability to respect the person that you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like we can we can disagree. You know what I'm saying? We we could we could have an intense argument, but the second it go to like disrespect and all of that, I gotta remove myself from the situation. You know what I'm saying? Because after it gets to disrespect, ain't no telling what else it's gonna get to. What's uh? Let's hear from y'all. What's what's some of y'all um triggers? What um you know what I'm saying? Kind of takes you out of your character a little bit. 
people chilling with they mouth open. People chilling with they mouth open. You know what? I, I actually feel like that's valid because I feel the same way about people that cough and sneeze without covering their mouth. Like you, you, an, you an entirely grown adult. Like how did you get? Like how how have you lived this long without nobody expressing to you that when you cough or something you should cover your mouth or something like that? Spe- you and know then when they ain't got no like no no front tooth or something and they still want to chew with their mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, for sure. It'd be noisy for no reason. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and it'd be noisy for no reason. Yeah, I definitely feel that. I definitely feel that. What's a mental health issue that y'all feel like don't get enough attention? Social anxiety. Word. Definitely. Um, because people expect you to like be like very interactive with everybody, but like that's not you. So you try to like you like withdraw yourself from like everybody but if like somebody come up to you want to talk you can talk but just like you don't want to go up to everybody just start talking to everybody so yeah yeah uh male suicide yeah, that's one that's that's for real that's for real. when we did our uh when we was doing research for this podcast actually uh we found out that uh men were uh were committing suicide at a higher rate and um reporting to be sad at a higher rate why do y'all think that is loneliness loneliness no, no support system to go to where about y'all why why, why, do, why do y'all think men commit suicide it's, at a higher it's rate? kind of it's difficult we're in a very strange time to live in where things are changing for everybody children women kids men everything is changing kids are starting to have more of an opinion out while they're young Women are starting to feel more bothered by things that people do that makes them feel uncomfortable or makes them feel like they're assaulted. You got young men out here that don't have no guidance, they have nowhere to go. So it's it's a lot. It's a lot of factors that go into this male suicide. It could be a lot of things. But it's one thing that I do know is that as men, we need to go and seek therapy because sometimes it's definitely necessary. Yeah, and um, to put like a, a title on it, toxic masculinity, because there's a the big whole idea of just you know they po- men are supposed to be strong oh, yes. and not really My able job. to express any type of emotion other than you know um, being aggressive or uh, successful or something. A lot of them hold in them negative emotions like sadness or any type of weakness because they feel like, as I said, it's a, a weakness. And though we all are human, we all have weaknesses, sadly due to toxic masculinity, men think that it's bad to show weakness. Even in like a comfortable space, they still won't show any type of sign. Why, why do you think men feel that way? Because it's just been passed on for generations and generations that it was just supposed to be that way so that's just how people feel it's a rare ancestor as a race they was raised you gotta be tough especially slavery days you gotta be tough you can't be crying you can't be doing none of this you gotta look tough so we a lot of men have that mindset of yes we have to be tough we are men we have to be tough but you don't have to be tough all the time you can be tough but you don't have to be tough all the time it's okay to let your guard down every once in a while Especially like um, with the uh, boys don't cry thing, you hear that at a, at a young age. Uh, when you hear that, you be like just stop crying. They try to get you to stop crying and all that. And then like as you grow up, you emotionally like shut down. 
and the only emotion you like to express is either anger or some type of aggression towards anything. Right. You never learn how to like to like cope with that and like actually like get the resource that you need to like become more emotionally aware about your um your well being, your mental health and all that. The lack of being allowed to express freely and naturally do y'all think that's the uh, biggest cause of why men are committing suicide at a higher rate? Definitely, Definitely. Because, because you have men that don't speak their minds mm-hmm. because it's a lot going on, whether that be in their own home or whether they be outside of home at work or something. It's a lot of men that's afraid to speak their minds because of how they feel they might be betrayed. They assume they all oh, might be betrayed as weak. Reality is not the case. It's people that out here that understand what you're going through. You just have to find them and speak to them. Yeah, they hold it in for so long and it builds up and builds up and builds up and then at one point it just either all falls apart or just they just explode and they have an episode of where it's just straight up aggression or just they break down or as we were talking about they commit suicide because they just feel like they can't do it anymore. That's real. Oh, what about y'all? Why why do y'all think men are committing suicide at a higher rate? Homophobia. Words. A lot of homophobic men and women. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, uh, one of my f- little brother's friends, 14 years old, playing a basketball team, play every sport, killed himself because he liked boys. And he don't want to like boys, though, you know? Mm-hmm. He's scared to tell his friends on the basketball team. He's scared to tell his mom and dad, you know? Yeah. Um, my twin brother, for instance, he's on the spectrum, you know? He's scared, but he doesn't care. He's my brother. But my dad's real homophobic. Like, and we was taught that growing up. Men shouldn't kiss men. Um, it's okay for women because women are looking. That's okay, but it's not the same as a man to kiss a man. So, all that growing up, you're like, okay, we're just gonna go grow up and become homophobic and talk to men. And we see a man kiss a man, we're gonna be gay, you, we're gonna beat you up, and you know, stuff like that. So, I think, um, but that all ties back into uh, toxic masculinity as well. Yeah. yeah. I think that's one of the things that, you know, men. It's like, yeah, I just want to off myself because of homophobic comments yeah. and slurs and stuff like that. I had a friend that uh, I worked with him. He um, ended up killing himself, actually, because people found out that he was homosexual at his job. And people paid attention to this. And the man went and killed himself. And I got phone calls like, yeah, your co-worker just killed himself. Like, I guess something was wrong or something. And, like, in reality, that stuff straight don't even matter. Like, really be who you want to be. Like... We not. All men are accepted. <clears throat> Honestly, like, if we on a basketball court, what does you kissing boys have to do with us playing basketball? Exactly. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I wish that's how people saw it, but in actuality, it's not. I mean, like, like, like it's more accepted now. Still a lot of history. It's, it's been noticeable that more uh, people are coming out as a, a part of the LGBTQ plus <laughs> and the that is a great factor in why people are sad, you know, being looked down upon or discriminated against by others because of just their sexual orientation or how they identify gender-wise. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel that. Um, not only are uh, men committing suicide more, but like youth in general are reporting to be more sad than previous years. Um, why, why do y'all think youth, not men specifically, but youth specifically, seem to be sadder than the youth coming before them? Social media. 
Here, can, oh, here we go. We back on media. Word, but we <laughs> Honestly, like at a young age, I could never imagine myself just being depressed and sad and the way these kids are wanting to kill myself at a young age. I could never imagine. But that was also during a time when I grew up without social media. I didn't get into social media until I was 12, 13 years old. Before that, I would I had no interest in getting on Facebook, MySpace, Instagram. I didn't really care about none of these things. I was just living my life because it was simple. When it became a thing, I saw, oh, it can help you do a lot of things. You can get some fame. You can, you know, reach out to other people. You can search up things. You can learn this. You can learn a whole bunch of stuff. I learned that it could be useful. But as I've gotten older, I look at social media now, and I have to... I believe that social media is in a very, very poor state right now for everyone. Most of our jokes that we see is kind of dark humor, which sometimes this can be funny, but a lot of this dark humor is kind of really, really dark. And some of this is not even dark humor, some of it's just sad stuff. And you see have young people on social media, the earlier they are, the worse it is. So I feel like the younger you are with social media, I feel like you have a chance, a greater chance of being sad early on due to what you see how you feel and what you think life needs to be because it's nyla hall what life needs to be for sure for sure i feel that uh one of the factors i think is really just the upbringing mainly what i mean by that is just the effect of the uh, previous generation on the new generation the parents really um how they're being either raised you know in my time i've met a lot of people who were going through some type of abuse whether it's like physical verbal mental and it's mainly because it's just the parents have themselves also been through some type of abuse or they've been through some type of trauma and due to that they though they don't really know it they let it out on their child and it's really hard to move past the past trauma is what i'm trying to say bob it, it, it's contagious is what I'm trying to say. They're passing it on to the next generation by being too hard on this new generation when things are really are changing. You know, uh, as we said earlier, kids are starting to now have more of an opinion. Uh, and also, I'd like to say that I kind of don't agree that it's like social media itself. With me, I feel like social media gives uh, the youth more of the ability to find out what things are like they find out what depression is. I didn't know what depression was until I got on social media. It didn't make me depressed. It allowed me to know what I was feeling mm -hmm. instead of just, you know, making me feel depressed. I was already feeling some type of way before I got onto social media. And I believe that it just, yeah, it can have an effect because, you know, people can get bullied on social media and that could, you know, make somebody feel terrible about themselves because of how other people are treating them on the internet. But really, I feel like on social media, what it does is just it's an eye opener. And also it can be a pretty toxic environment because, as I said earlier, people who get insecure can go in there and see other people doing really well and also just start to feel real bad about themselves. For sure. You know? And also just uh, on social media, it seems that it's it sets up these these norms that really aren't the norms you know not everybody but a lot of people are living a fake life on social media so everybody's trying to do better than the next person when somebody's really not actually doing that good for real they just making it seem like they're doing good for sure for sure that's real say it again bro yeah so how i feel about this i feel like 
say if you're just a normal kid, just normal person, social media is going to do more bad. You're going to see more good come out of it if you're on there for content creation or business-wise. So it's kind of a mix. So Because mm. I know for me, I see a mix of both because you know I'm on there for my music stuff. So, my stuff. But on the other hand, I'm still a teenager. I'm going to see content. It's going to make me sad. So... I feel like it's a mix. It just depends on who you are. I got a question for you real quick. All right. Whenever somebody gives you like some negative feedback, does that also kind of affect you too? So like somebody be like, this song trash. How'd that make you feel? Um, I haven't really had a time to think about that, but um, <laughs> most of the time I just be laughing at all because it'd be like, okay, you didn't really have to comment that. You could have just right, not right, said right, anything. Right. See, that's that's right. you know? <laughs> but um. Every Ooh, now and then, sometimes it might make me a little sad, but... I feel so. that question is real subjective, um, based on the fact, like, I think it depends on your mindset, you know? So, if you got somebody that's weak-minded or weak-willed that's on social media or insecure, mm. you know what I'm saying? They, they perspective is going to be like, yeah, of course it's negative. But then if you got somebody with a business mind or a different mindset, they might take on social media as an opportunity, you know what I'm saying? So it really depends on the person. So, so and that's yeah. exactly what I was trying to get at. I really feel like it depends on the person more than it's social media itself. It's a person, and I think it depends on age too, because mm. I feel like the younger you are and when yeah. you're exposed to it, I feel like the worse you are. The, the older you are, when you're exposed to it, I think totally you might have a that. better chance of doing some stuff because you already have your own mind already made up. I would definitely agree that it, it really depends on your mentality of how you're using it. You know, my mentor, he told me, he said, uh, he said that you got followers, but I got people that follow me overseas. Oh. And he was a he was a military person. So he said, who really got the followers? Oh. And that's the mentality that he put in me. He said the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between reality and fake. So when you see a like, you subconsciously think it's actual like. Right. So it's really like you. Wow. So it's really hold on, wait, so hold it's, on, wait, wait. Let's appreciate the deepness of that statement okay, real quick. Okay, I'm saying, I'm that's real. That's real. When somebody like your post, you think they like you for real. So it make you feel good. That's wild. No little dopamine. Yeah. Wow. I like All right, go ahead. No, yeah, no, yeah, for real. So, so one of the things that that my mentor taught me when it comes to social media is detachment. You should only use it for business because use for anything else, using it for ego. You feed your ego, that means that the social media becomes your meter of how you judge yourself. Wow. So if you're not using it for if you're not using it for business, then you're using it for ego, a uh, ego trip. People mm. just use it to gain power. All I gotta say to them you, numbers, my message to you, followers, don't try to fit in. Whoa. We were born to stand out, everybody. So no yeah. cap. Whoa. So yeah. Don't try to fit in. You born to stand out for real. <laughs> Oh. We need more leaders and less followers. Is all I gotta say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, for real, because you can look at a post of somebody succeeding, and it can either motivate you, say, "Dang, I that means I could do it yeah. too," or you can look at it and say, "Dang, I'm terrible." So it's all—it's your perception, your lens of how you see it. For sure, for sure, for sure. And that, that gotta also has something to do with uh, how you view yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because a more somebody with a with a growth mindset or whatever is gonna see somebody doing good and say yo i could do that too or i'm a beater one day meanwhile somebody with a i forgot what the opposite of it was called 
uh, it's a growth mindset and then a different type yeah, of fixed mindset. Yeah. Fixed mindset, fixed. for sure, for sure, for sure, right on. But somebody with a fixed mindset or whatever might look at look at that same picture that somebody else is getting inspired by and only be reminded of where they not or or how right, good right. they not doing mm-hmm. or whatever. When the fact of the matter is, the person that posts that picture might not even be doing that good too. Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel y'all, and I, I agree. I think it depends on the mindset that you have when you going through social media and what your intentions and, are. Ooh, Go ahead. And, and I would say too with with the whole algorithm algorithm shows you what you have in your mind so you can only see what you mentally are ready to receive so if you are surrounded by people who are of negativity that's what the algorithm will show you to only show you your mentality so if you're surrounded by business oriented people successful people and that's your that's your state of mind that's the only thing that you'll see because guess what your mind will do if you see something that's not that unfollow Ooh. block oh yeah so, i've been doing that a lot lately so, on instagram a bunch of blocking yeah like inappropriate stuff i like what i'll say is i like to see more women with these great businesses i can support and promote all the time well, so I find myself blocking a lot of people on social media because of stupid stuff. I agree. Yeah, no, that's true. It's like when people say when you buy the yellow car, you see it everywhere. Mm-hmm. So the same yeah. thing with social media, the algorithm works. It's like the outer algorithm that is life. The algorithm on your phone is the same thing. So when it comes to depression and sadness, if you're depressed and sad, you will look for more depression and sadness. If you're happy, then you will look for more happiness and you will block out everything that's not that because mm-hmm. your mind filters based off of that so social media is basically the reflection of your mental okay that being said uh we are running out of time so before we uh before we close it out did anybody want to make any last remarks i like to give some words of motivation to the people listening going through something uh, i like to say you can get through it everybody sure. been in a bad place and if somebody told you that they haven't they lying um <laughs> and Real talk, as I said earlier, be yourself, do your thing, and just keep it real. And you don't gotta, you don't gotta keep it inside. You know, sure. find find some body or some something you can talk to, or just express yourself through, so you can try to feel better. For sure, for sure. To piggyback off of that, I want to second everything you said. And I want to, for the people that's listening and it's in a bad space, like I want to let y'all know things do get better. Things don't stay bad forever. You know what I'm saying? Uh, sadness is an emotion emotions change like the seasons you won't be sad forever and if you constantly finding yourself in a bad uh, position or in a bad mindset then I challenge you to look inward and see what it is you're doing that constantly brings you to that place like who, who are you keeping around you who are your friends you know what I'm saying or what's in your life that's constantly causing you to find yourself in a bad space like how he was saying the mind filters when you actively seek things that make you happy you know what I'm saying when you act Actively do these things, you know. So somebody said you you don't find happiness. You have to act- actively do things that make you happy, and then happiness finds you. So whatever the case is, you know what I'm saying. Uh, be self-aware. Know when when you're taking in things that's going to negatively affect you, or whatever. You know what I'm saying. If you constantly around people that's spewing negative energy or whatever, then you gonna feel negative all the time. You know what I'm saying. So protect your energy, um, protect your time, and that's really all I got to say. Take your mental. Protect your mental. My message to you is not to say protect your mental. If you think you're in a bad space, 
just remember there's millions of people in way worse positions than you are right now. So Most don't of. ever give up on yourself and don't feel like everything's just hopeless. Remember, you weren't born to fit in. You were born to stand out always. Most of. And yeah, like, like also understand when you feel like, you know, you got it the worst. Know that people have overcome harder things than what you're going through. So if it can be done, then you can do it. So, so, so whatever it is that you're going through, know that you can get through it. It's not impossible and storms don't last forever. That being said, everybody under the sound of my voice, I want to thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Stitchcast Studio. I'm your host, Brandon Lewis. We hope you found this informative, that you will walk away knowing something that you didn't know when you sat down to listen to it. If you're in between the ages of 16 and 24, wondering how you can become a part of our Stitchcast family, or if you just want to know what we have coming up, go to storystitches.org. You can find all that information there. That being said, we out. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. This cast studio live is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. Story Stitchers is supported in part by the Lewis Prize for Music 2021 Accelerator Award. The mission of the Lewis Prize is to partner with leaders who create positive change by investing in young people through music. Additional support for Stitchcast Studio and Story Stitchers program is provided by the Spirit of St. Louis Women's Fund, City of St. Louis Youth at Risk Crime Prevention Grant of 2023, Trio Foundation, Deaconess Foundation, and the Arts and Education Council. St. Louis Story Stitchers and the Center is supported in part by Cransburg Arts Foundation as a resident organization. Thank you for listening. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches.